Welcome to Shambhavi Spectrum, Marketing Magic Industry Insights Series. As we march into the month of March, I have with me the beautiful, lovely Pallavi from the Eco Loop. Yes, you've guessed it right. Her business is all about sustainability, eco, and I'm going to ask her to talk more about it as we proceed through this conversation. Thank you for joining me, Pallavi. How are you doing today? Thank you so much, Dr. Shambhavi. This is a real pleasure and an honor. I, very kind of you to say that. So the most happening conversation anywhere is sustainability. Tell me more about it. How did you actually start this journey? When and how? Yeah. Both. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually a structural engineer by profession until four years back. Then I shifted to become an ecopreneur. So there is a little backstory here. Four years back, we moved from Doha to Dubai. So in Doha, it was uh, quite hectic. Life was hectic with a nine to five job. Also, it was a very sedentary lifestyle, frankly speaking. And I never cared much for my health, like, uh, you know, my responsibilities as a mother, as you know, for my work, uh, it just overtook that and I never really, you know, gave uh, attention to my health. So uh, ate everything like processed food, you know, from packets, all with additives, no exercise. And uh, I, I'm hypothyroid, so it actually took a toll on my health. It also uh, very badly affected my hormones. So this led to anxiety and depression as well. So, you know, with a lot of health issues, it also led to anxiety, depression. And uh, so I really thought I need to take charge of my health and, you know, get back to shape. So I did a lot of research and... Uh, uh, started eating healthy. Uh, I did regular exercise. And whenever I felt anxious or depressed, I used to take a walk outside in nature. And it really soothed me and made me very peaceful. So right then I started appreciating the healing power of nature. Like, you know, just being in nature was uh, very helpful for mental health and even my physical well-being. So and even eating good, healthy, natural food was really making a big difference. So fast forward, when we came to Dubai, uh, I took a sabbatical of one year so I could relax myself and, uh, you know, recover completely. Uh, also wanted to settle my son in the new school, in the new place. Uh, so this uh, free time gave me some time to introspect, like, you know, what I actually like doing and what am I passionate about? Uh, I just realized structural design wasn't my calling. So I started to explore different options. That's when my husband introduced me to green buildings, even he's a civil engineer. So yeah, the concept of green buildings actually intrigued me. I found a lot of interest. As I said, I was already in love with nature. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it intrigued. I mean, I took more interest, research more about it and uh, I decided, okay, let me do the certification. So that it was a certification in uh, uh, energy and environmental design. So uh, it really, and I could stay in the same field, but also do something which I would like to do. So I actually uh, took up this, uh, you know, I started studying for this examination. It is quite an intensive study. And uh, this, during this study, actually, it was an eye opener for me. 
three things I noticed that uh, first was the materials that are used, not only in construction of the building, uh, even in your interiors, in the uh, fabrics you use, what you wear, and everything which you are in contact with has a big impact on your health and the environment. And um, second was that the amount of, uh, you know, how much we were consuming. Like uh, the need for reuse, repurpose was so high. So, you know, it, it uh, made me realize that we are unconsciously just buying things because the more you buy, it actually leads to more waste. And the third part was how you uh, discard your waste. So like, you know, I, um, I did realize that I felt very, uh, you know, guilty about I wasn't at all conscious of how I was discarding my waste. And I never thought it never came to my mind that where my waste is going and where the plastic is going, like whatever I'm getting into the house. So these all things made me feel a little guilty. I started making small uh, conscious steps, uh, changing my own lifestyle. I audited my home. I found that there was like so much of plastic I had accumulated. Uh, my parents are inherently eco-friendly, I think, because they always reuse and repurpose. <laughs> so that habit was there. So I never threw away the plastic. It was like I was holding on to all the plastic so I could reuse it in some way. So yeah, that's what I, I realized. There was so much plastic at home. Uh, so, yeah, I did more research like what exactly should be a good alternative as as to a material uh, to use to, you know, pick your uh, produce and store it in the refrigerator. So I found out organic uh, cotton bags are the best bet. So I was trying to find it here in UAE. I couldn't find it. So I bought it from outside. That's when I realized there was a gap here in the market. And uh, also, like, you know, this new learning, I wanted to spread this awareness. When I spoke to friends and family, nobody was really aware of the crisis. Uh, frankly speaking, the waste management problem is so big that it is estimated that by 2050, the landfills are going to outgrow the human population. So that was really freaking me out. And <laughs> I felt like, OK, where are we heading to? So uh, it really made me feel very passionate about spreading this awareness. And uh, uh, so I thought, OK, if the solutions are not available locally, people will not really want to shift, right? Uh, they will. Of course, how will they shift if they don't have the solution? So that's when I felt very passionate about spreading this awareness and bring the right uh, genuine sustainable products. So, you know, that could help achieve good health as well as uh, keep the environment clean as well. So, yeah, that's what. Um, so it was a very passionate and impulsive decision and uh, <laughs> to start EcoLoop. So, yeah, as soon as I got the certification, uh, I did not think of joining a job as a you know administra administrator for green buildings, but I instead pursued to become an entrepreneur. So and my husband was very kind enough to really back my uh, you know dream project. He supported me very well. And yeah, that's how EcoLoop started. <laughs> very wonderful uh, because uh, entrepreneur's journey is normally about passion. They find some purpose yeah. in life. And yeah. then what is the role of the family? You've just about answered all those questions without my even asking you anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> but yes, I'm definitely more keen to understand the certification that you said. Uh, where is it from? Is it uh, like, I mean, do you need a pre 
qualification or a prerequisite to uh, get the certification. Tell us a little bit more about that, please. And some of my audience are students. Some of my audience are young budding entrepreneurs, so this could lead the path for many of them. Please share with me more about the certificate. Yeah, so this is actually uh, mostly, you know, there is no uh, qualification as such required, but you need uh, it is basically uh, about building design. So green buildings design. So this certification is called leadership in energy and environmental design. And I got certified as an accredited professional. So, you know, this uh, it gives an awareness of what all is required in a building to make it more energy efficient and eco friendly. So there are uh, it's, it's like a point system. It is actually comes from the United States Green Building Council, USGBC. So, you know, that uh, it, it so it is certified from there. So there they have a set of uh, parameters on which a building is uh, rated. Like, you know, it has different ratings. So uh, uh, based on how many points you have included, like how e efficient you have made it. Uh, so during that, you actually note what is the materials you are using in the building, what if you have reused something and, you know, uh, if how is the energy of the building uh, being, you know, uh, how efficient it is, the energy systems, the water systems, uh, then uh, whether there is a proper waste segregation system, like there should be, uh, you know, a system for people to actually segregate their waste and uh, take. So these all factors are uh, included. So uh, it, it is, uh, but but there is one uh, uh, exam which needs to be given before this, uh, to, to qualify to give uh, exam for this certification, that is called the Green Associate, uh, Lead Green Associate, which is very basic. It just gives a basic knowledge, but you need to pass this to in order to give this uh, certification exam. So yeah, it is basically administering. So once you are a lead AP, you can actually lead a team uh, where you can uh, admit you know, check all the drawings and administer and advise them where they can do better to make it more efficient. Uh, so the building, uh, you know, the rating system goes high. So the better the rating, the uh, building is that eco-friendly and energy efficient. Right. Before we move on to some other questions, just one last thing about the certification. How long is the duration of the study itself? Uh, how much time does it take? Months, uh, year? Actually, it depends. There is no such duration. You have to pay for the exam. So you can take as long as you want to study. Okay. Uh, so, but it is it is quite intensive. So if you're working and studying, it might take a little longer because I was at home. I wasn't working. I had taken a break. So I had enough time to, you know, fully dedicate for the study. So, but if you're doing it along with your work, it might take a little longer. Yeah. Uh, let us talk about EcoLoop. You mentioned that you started with the bags. Uh, tell me more about what your product range is. I did go through your website and you have a very friendly and nice website. Tell me more about what is the product um, range, the other product which you are and how did you come about them? How did you decide to uh, kind yeah. of tap into these products? So, uh, as I said, first thing which I noticed in my house was those flimsy plastic bags, which, you know, you pick your uh, vegetables and fruits. So, uh, that I I actually wanted to bring an alternative to that I and uh, 
organic cotton is much better than conventional cotton cotton actually people might think it is biodegradable but frankly speaking conventional cotton is very bad because it uh, pollutes the ground uh, groundwater the soil uh, due to the use of immense amount of pesticides and uh, chemicals because it's mostly genetically modified cotton these days because of fast fashion the amount of cotton required is very high so to you know have so much of cultivation uh, things have all changed and become very industrial and commercial so organic cotton is important because organic cotton actually fixes the soil uh, nutrients by you know it is done it's actually cultivated by crop rotation so uh, it also uses less water because the soil is rich in uh, organic matter it can hold more water so these all i researched about this and uh, i found out there is a certification called gots which is global organic textile standard this is actually a non profit organization and uh, they certify the they actually certify the complete process right from uh, the agri uh, cultivation from the of farm, cotton yeah from, yeah from the farm to the end product yes. so uh so everything is fair trade transparent and uh, you know it's all uh, safe like there is uh, it's not harming the environment in any way so that's why i got these uh, organic cotton bags i thought this has to come uh, like you know so these these are the organic cotton bags and it comes with the uh, gots certification so it's all like you know fair trade and these are muslin bags so and it is unbleached it has no chemicals like you know least amount of chemicals uh, actually yeah because it's 100% organic it's unbleached it is not dyed so it's totally free from any chemicals or pesticide residue so it's very safe for uh, storing so yeah i always selected the products you know after a lot of research uh, checking if it is really good for you know if it has any effects on your health and how how uh, is it affecting the environment right from its production to when you are discarding it so that's how i have been uh, very selective about all the products which i bring on to eco loop so some other products were like these i also noticed when i audited my home was that there was a lot of plastic disposables because you always keep them in case you know you need it so yeah that this these i found it very interesting these are sugarcane pulp or wheat straw pulp which is agricultural waste after all so that is actually molded into different uh, you know uh, tableware because yes. of the and, yeah. and i know that since i'm a customer from <laughs> actually <laughs> and that's how we met yeah <laughs> so that's right so i get the cutlery wear and uh, yeah. uh, yes they are good they are steady um, yeah. and uh, then you have a toothbrush uh, uh, the bamboo dental hygiene uh, set yes. yeah yes okay. yes so, so because yeah. i was keen about um, sorry to interrupt you what i was no. keen about also was i saw a notepad 50 72 pages something two notepads you had and it says um, planting or something can you tell yeah, me yeah, more yeah. about that what i mean i've heard of pencils which have <laughs> seed in them but this is something new tell me more about yeah. this so actually the uh, notepad the uh, cover is a recycled paper which is uh, you know there are seeds inside the paper so actually when you're done with the book you can actually plant this uh, you know the the pa paper into the ground and uh, you can get a plant out of it so instead it is so getting composed the whole composed. whole notebook you mean not whole notebook of course a page like 
yeah the oh, so you can put the pages separately and from the yeah. page also the pages can get... be recycled again because okay. that does not have seed because when you put seed it becomes difficult yeah, for yeah that's that's right yeah you want to write it's, the, it's the cover you're saying the, yes. the hard binding or yes. semi hard or whatever it is right, that's right. what you're saying is got yeah. the seed then okay, okay. That, that's the new so, that, yeah, that's a new when, one okay yeah well, so when uh, you're done with the book you can actually plant it so you know it gets composted as well as the plant is Okay. Yeah. So, so let me talk a little bit about your supply chain or your value chain, in fact, for that matter. Um, mm-hmm. How often is it that you seek people to be a part of your platform or do people seek you and say that uh, we would like to, you know, uh, have our products exhibited or sold from your platform? How does it work normally? Uh, so we are actually, uh, I have a license for selling B2C to e-commerce, the online website and also B2B. So I all I have these organic cotton bags uh, listed in organic foods and cafe. So they they sell my bags there. So like this, I have bags. Uh, I have my bags being sold in many other small small stores. Uh, and uh, also like uh, people, if I like some product which I really feel it's genuinely good and it matches my values, I, I don't mind uh, listing it on my website. So I we work out, we collaborate. and we work out you know how it uh, uh, on the commissions or whatever and uh, so we reach a bigger audience to you know cater to different needs so i don't need to really source all the products myself it doesn't make sense when people have you know good products so we actually collaborate and uh, yeah uh, list each other's products so how long has ecoloop been in operation now uh, it has been 3 years uh, but initially actually it took me some time because i come from a very technical background with no business knowledge so uh, it was a learning curve for me like you know learning everything step by step so it it was slow uh, but it has been a very uh, rewarding and uh, nice journey and we have grown uh, from where i started to what i am now i made lot of mistakes because you know without any knowledge impulsively i started so uh, but then uh, yeah it has been a wonderful learning curve uh, and now and in between there was covid uh, time so you know it was there was a little slump and yeah now it's getting better and even i have come a long way from uh, but i but i won't really blame you in the sense that you're saying it took time because actually uh, the acceleration of the understanding and comprehension of the concept of the repurpose reuse sustainability has become more uh, powerful now than what yeah. it was couple of years back and yeah. so uh, you're just right on path and probably you arrived just in time to actually um, you know kind of bring it to people like you said if you don't have a choice then what do you do then you just go with whatever is available but if you yeah. have a choice you want to make that choice consciously right. uh, so t- so tell me something i saw your website and as i said before it's very beautiful and uh, well uh, maintained and um, uh, you do you write blog i saw blog section but i didn't go to go into it. do you write blog how how often do you write a blog so actually uh, in the starting i was writing it more often uh, like at least a one blog one per month because my blogs are very very value uh, you know adding and with lot of information so i do a lot of research on it uh, when i'm you know writing my blog so it it takes some time uh, so 
now it's become little slow but again i'm like catching up on it and uh, i have i have lot of topics and i've researched a lot but it takes time to actually schedule and write and you know like so yeah it's uh, it's a struggle <laughs> but, but blogs have always been a part of your uh, yes yes yeah yeah uh, of your uh, i mean of your conveying uh, information and right uh, because that was my passion to actually spread the awareness because uh, people need to know and make informed choice right uh, when they want to shift they need to know the reason why they have to you know really switch from a plastic toothbrush to a bamboo toothbrush or why should they even buy organic cotton bags so that was very important for me to put that value and give them the information so tell me something uh, because you were an e-commerce platform you started with the website itself is it and did it look the same as now uh, as what it is now was it just the same when you started <laughs> no not at all it was quite primitive <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh, yeah uh, and it's a bootstrap business so i was very short on funds so it was i've done it everything myself so yeah initially it was very bad like uh, there were a lot of problems technical problems as well and i had to fine tune it each time <laughs> Pallavi websites are work in progress always. Yeah, so always, exactly. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, okay. uh, but yeah, that time there was it was quite primitive. Then I again fine tuned it and uh, yeah. So are you still handling it now, or have you been able to afford to give it to somebody else to do? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I'm handling it myself. But uh, uh, frankly speaking, I don't know what to outsource. <laughs> <laughs> that is my issue that's such an entrepreneur thing that you only know best for what you <laughs> yeah exactly so i don't know what i should actually outsource because i feel okay i have to explain everything what i want and i might so as, might well, as do well do it yourself in that <laughs> it's a, it's a very common uh, problem please uh, tell yeah. me about your instagram i know that you use your instagram handle and tell me a little bit more about it uh, how yeah. often do you post what is what is your purpose of posting there tell me more about that uh yeah instagram i actually came on to instagram little late after a year or so because before eco loop i was never on social media uh it was like i was living in my own bubble living on autopilot my work home and you know so i had to learn instagram uh when i started off so it has that too has taken me some time to understand how it works and how i need to post exactly <laughs> sorry i'm laughing because by the time we get the hang of instagram there's something new which comes yeah, up on that <laughs> exactly i mean every time it's like a new trend i was like oh god how will i catch up with this <laughs> but so but yeah we do, we do that's why we are resilient yeah, i suppose yeah. exactly <laughs> but it 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 was fun learning it it's quite creative to and i am quite a creative person so i love making those posts it is one of my you know i get into the flow when i make them uh, at one point of time i did think of outsourcing it to some agency but again the same problem <laughs> i was like what do i how do i really explain what i want to say like you know and the knowledge base has to be there right like yes. what i want to convey through the post uh, only i know or might be a person equivalent like who knows about this uh, field will know so which agencies i was approaching i'm not sure whether they would really be of any help that way so uh, yeah and they and i couldn't afford it as well so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, one, thing, one thing i will say for that for any type of thing if you feel that you want to outsource it uh, 
there's a certain amount of word. I, I love this word modularization. You know, if you can module mm -hmm. it and say small, small tips that, okay, this they I can give to somebody which is a little standardized and then this yeah. further up, I will build up on that. Yeah. So the more you break it down, that much more uh, freeway you get a little later. So you can that's focus on things, yeah. you know. So that's a that's a, a thing which I use even for myself. And when Good. I think that I can't do uh, my yeah. Recently, I realized for reels, I thought, okay, the editing part can be outsourced because, you know, if I'm just shooting something, but it takes a long time to even uh, edit yes. a you know, video. So, yeah, the editing part or whatever the finishing touch, everything can be outsourced. So, yeah, I'm working on it. Like I want to, you know, so I, it gives me more time to focus on uh, getting more leads and, you know, growing my business. Right, yes. so. What about Facebook? Do you have a Facebook page? Yeah, I do have a Facebook page. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that, uh, there I I don't know for some reason it my posts don't reach a bigger audience like as much as it it reaches in Instagram, uh, uh, it's not really probably I have not cracked the you know algorithm <laughs> or code or whatever. So, so do you do you advertise on Facebook and uh, Instagram? No. Do you you do paid ads also? No, but I thought of starting it right now uh, because now that I feel, okay, I'm a little better. Might be, I know a little little bit of social media. So I have thought, okay, let me start trying ads because I guess it will reach a bigger audience, right? So, yeah, no, of course, there's always that when the great demand comes, is the supply ready? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah exactly. That is a major question always. Right. So so I, I wish you um, luck in that and let's see and another discussion sometime we should have around that. Tell me about yes. LinkedIn. What about LinkedIn? Do you have a page for the company on LinkedIn? On LinkedIn, uh, I have my own. I actually post sometimes on my own personal page, but I haven't started the company page yet. But I, I am uh, working on it. Like you know, I thought one step at a time. Once I figure out, you know, these. Uh, but yeah, I have already started working on LinkedIn because that's a very important platform to reach uh, businesses and corporates. So that is my uh, definitely focus now. Yeah. So tell me something. I'm just asking you a question that who do you think is your target audience you know which age group or what is their demographic for who should be purchasing from you what, yeah who so, is your target audience so my I, I i my target audience is people who are more health conscious and who actually appreciate organic uh, who understand the importance of organic food or, you know, organic, uh, everything organic. Uh, also, who are, as I said, health conscious, uh, even if they are not environmentally conscious right now, but at least if they are health conscious, that would be a good, uh, you know, it would have some synergy to switch to being, because uh, th this is correlated, right, with health and the environment. So, yeah, uh, so mostly I think homemakers, uh, homemakers who are uh, actually managing the house and you know uh, but but I have seen there are a lot of uh, men as well who are uh, you know interested uh, in my posts and blogs so my so my question was actually leading you on to this that since nowadays the youngsters also talk a lot about uh, sustainability especially right from school let's say mm -hmm. they are seven eight years old until you know even in college you have uh, competitions and so many avenues where they speak about sustainability so do you think you should be on TikTok or are you already there? Mm, no, it's too overwhelming. So many platforms. 
for me so uh, like yeah my son uh, yeah he keeps telling me about tiktok he does so, how old is he <laughs> oh he's just 13 but yeah he has some uh, uh, like you know uh, i do hear about him and like i've actually made an account in tiktok just to get a hang of it uh, but uh, yeah i think that will also be a good platform to reach a different audience now in instagram and facebook i think my age uh, the age group of my followers is like 35 you know 20, uh, 30 to 45 that's what so yeah i guess to target that audience it would be uh, good to have tiktok as well but yeah it's too overwhelming <laughs> to do it all together <laughs> uh, tell me something do you write newsletters Uh, yes i do write but i'm uh, not consistent right now but i understand the importance of newsletters and it actually worked for me as well like uh, uh, so it again i want to provide value uh, in these newsletters as well not just be like you know promotional because uh, i want to add value to that so same i'm working on that strategy and soon i am uh, hoping i will be very consistent in that Uh, now occasionally i do send email newsletters so i do specialize in asking people about the owned media more than rather the paid so you know owned these are all things which you have with you and how mm-hmm. much you are putting it to use do you track what you are doing how many people liked or shared uh, on facebook or insta or uh, you know how many people opened your newsletter or email when you send them do you track these things Yes, I have started to. I am actually, you know, learning uh, this because I have realized that uh, this data analysis is very important to target the right audience. Uh, because just randomly putting posts and you know it doesn't make sense. So, uh, and only then I can I think effectively uh, create ads as well to target the right people. So I have started tracking like who is actually. Uh, opening my emails or even uh, what are my you know what is the gender of my followers or what time they are active in or what are they clicking yeah that data analysis i've slowly started to do that yeah okay so so you are tracking so that you can create more effective uh, yeah. campaigns or campaigns uh, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> very um, interesting tell me something uh, when uh, pallavi is not working on the reels and uh, <laughs> linkedin and thinking about blogs what is she doing what are your hobbies otherwise uh i am very creative person that way so i love drawing and painting uh, mostly like not uh, painting in the sense like mandala art or something which you know is very meditative meditative for me I also like music frankly speaking I lost touch uh, after you know school I never thought of music but now recently I was like I want something to soothe myself like you know it's like a stress buster so yes. uh, yeah sometimes I've started to just through youtube videos learning music again wonderful <laughs> and yeah so this uh, is what i and of course yes yes i do read yeah. as well i love reading books <laughs> so i do so read so what it. are you reading right now and now i am reading uh, there's a book called sustainability a history uh, because i was i always want to be like you know learning more about my about this uh, problem that i'm solving so i was inquisitive to know what actually this book is very nice it gives you a complete history where it started the problem started and how people have been ignoring it and you know for uh, whatsoever reasons 
so that is one book and uh, on the personal front i'm uh, i actually just finished a book called atomic habits by james clear it's a wonderful book it's i've been, been hearing about it i've been got it yeah it's it's life changing for me because uh, that has helped me become little more consistent like uh, you know it talks about uh, developing habits in small increments like we kind of uh, over commit that i will do this i'll do that like you know uh, but the, it it is it's a very nice practical way of building habits in small increments so it has done wonders i have become uh, regular in my morning and night routine so i feel very good about it so it's one nice. step at a time so at least <laughs> it will reach to my work as well so, and there's very, one more book uh, yeah. which i'm reading parallel which is also on similar lines it is uh, habits of highly effective people by brendan bashard so even that's very wonderful like uh, i am still reading it uh, so it helps in making uh, you your day more productive like and being more energetic and uh, so you know running a business you have so much on your plate you need to work smart and uh, keep yourself always in high energy so yeah that's helping me these are the books i'm reading so i are you any part of any networking groups and any thing like that are you part of any groups who support you in terms of when you're looking for a you know solution and things are you part of any such thing uh i'm not a part of networking group as such but i do attend some networking uh, events like you know organized by different uh, women and uh, yeah some uh, small businesses uh, right. so i have uh, and uh, yeah i i had been to bni once but uh, yeah i did not join there Uh, but yeah that's a wonderful platform as well as well yes i know we, you yeah. always hear good things about them yeah, and yeah. Uh, word of mouth uh, works very well yeah word is, yeah, yeah exactly yeah so word of mouth is more uh, yeah for me so <laughs> so pallavi um, thank you so much for spending so much time with me before you sign off uh, could you share uh, some any mantra that you live by or any piece of advice which you would like to give i told you before students and young entrepreneurs are probably going to listen to this could you share something a bit more about your advice or mantra or anything which you want to share please uh so mantra okay i i actually live by there is a quote i don't know who whose quote it is but it is like you get what you give so this applies to i feel it applies to everything like how you treat your people around you your relationships or even how you treat your, the environment uh, so you give out more love compassion care you are going to get it back so this is one of the mantra i, I live by and also living in the present is very important because you know many a times we are always stuck in the past it never helps us you know go forward so uh, just that's past it's gone so just forget it and uh, live in the present and that's what i'm uh, uh, practicing and it has made me so happy and peaceful so mindfulness is very important and future is always uh, you know so it makes you anxious like you're always thinking about what is going to happen in the future so yeah so this is what i live by so thank you so much on that peaceful note i will say thank you thanks again once again and i hope to share the details of your company and your social media handles in the description for people who want to visit and learn more and maybe they can connect with you thank you so much for your time don't go away just stay back i will just stop the recording here for now all right thank you so much for having me thank you right.